Welcome to episode 13 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45 minute stream about innovation. Uh, as the RNAR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. So let's go, Fabien, if you want to start. Yeah, thanks. Um, today I want to talk about uh, this laptop um, that you can see here, which was uh, announced last week. So it's um, claim to be, uh, it is actually the world first AR laptop. So what do they mean by that is that there is no screen on the laptop. And instead of the screen, uh, they attach um, AR glasses. Uh, so they are using uh, Unreal glasses. The, these glasses have been out for quite a while now, I think maybe two years or may maybe a bit more. Um, so they are using the, the, the light version of the glasses. And so the concept is instead of uh, having a screen, uh, you are seeing the, all the windows of your, um, of your laptop like this uh, in front of you uh, in AR. Um, so this allows to have like a, a bigger, larger screen uh, without the a bulky uh, real screen uh, in front of you. So um, I think it's uh, it's very interesting, and with the Apple uh, headset coming up in the next few weeks, maybe coming up in the next few weeks, um, there are there are some rumors that uh, the intent of Apple is also to have this kind of uh, experience. So um, uh, using uh, the, the space that is available uh, in. Uh, in the, in the physical space uh, to have the windows uh, laid out uh, to have a, a bigger and larger uh, working space. Um, so um, I think it's very interesting and that might be a trend that will uh, lead to uh, like the end of screens. Uh, the thing I'm wondering and I'm curious to, uh, to know what you think is uh, this is the beginning um, and the AR glasses are maybe not yet as uh, the performance of these AR glasses are maybe not yet as good as we expect. So uh, staying all day long with these glasses um, uh, on the head, I'm not sure if we are ready yet to do that. Um, so. I'm very curious. Uh, I know, Seb, that you tested the renewal. I don't know if you did, uh, Guillaume, but um, uh, maybe we can start with you, Seb, to, uh, to know if you have some uh, <coughs> ideas and feedbacks about this one. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they updated the, the Unreal uh, light uh, device, but uh, I tested it yeah, three years ago now. And the experience I had with um, augmented reality scene, mixed reality scene in my environment, was that the, everything was displayed, but like in a very horizontal, small uh, window in front of my eye. So looking at the dinosaur, for example, in my uh, living room was very hard because I had to really look up and down to, to see what was in front of me. And also the tracking was only using the IR core. Uh, technology and so it was sometimes a bit laggy and uh, 
was using the, the space uh, environment uh, with this lamp. Uh, so it was not a great experience. Now I understand that they move back to this kind of uh, experience where you are seated uh, in front of your laptop, uh, at least a uh, keyboard, and uh, have maybe more power than what you can have with an Android device because you're using a laptop, so that could be a good move. Now, I really would like to test uh, how big is the rendering inside the glasses to see if it's really useful. Um, but it could be great, to, and I think the AF core can allow that to, to be able to come closer to the screen, look maybe uh, at, uh, at the text closer, and be able to move and even look away and have still the screen in front of you, look down to your space. And even if it's move a bit, that's not that uh, destroying the experience as for the 3D model. So I guess that that could work. And it's a nice move from, from that. Yeah. Um, one thing that I... Uh... Uh, yeah, it's very it would be very interesting to see the field of view indeed. One thing I am wondering as well if if they are thinking also of uh, so the ad that we are currently seeing is very uh, work focused. Uh, it's not really focused on entertainment, um, so like movies, games, and stuff like that. I know Unreal is very very big on games. Uh, they are supporting a lot of uh, gaming uh, platforms, so. Um, like to have a, a very big screen, uh, maybe f to watch movies as well. Uh, I don't know if that would be a, a, a good use case. Um, so yeah, what do you think, Guillaume? Yeah, I'm just making some researches about the uh, Glacier specification uh, because one of my main concern is that uh, indeed these kind of glasses uh, are having kind of a success right now because people are buying them to to replace their TV. Uh, but about this work uh, use case, I, I'm a bit concerned because of the resolution. Uh, when you're watching a, a movie, you don't need that much pixel, but when you're reading text and doing work, basically, you, you need to have more, more than just a basic resolution. So just for you to know, uh, for example, the Rocket uh, AR glasses, which are the main competitor right now to the Unreal, I guess, uh, they have a 43-degree uh, field of view, which is very narrow, I guess, and a 1080p resolution, so uh, not that great. Uh, on the contrary, when you're looking at the the, the, the future Xiaomi AR glasses, uh, they seem to have a, a 58 PPD, which is pixels per degree. And for you to know the human uh, resolution of our eyes is 60 PPD. So uh, I don't know how, what kind of conversion you would get in terms of resolution because I, I can't seem to have the the information they are always talking about this PPD uh, uh, unit. So it seems to be like they, they kind of have the, the same resolution as we would have 
with our uh, eyes and they have a uh, 96 degree field of view, which is the, they are doubling the field of view of the rocket glasses. And for the Unreal light uh, as well, it's 1080p resolution and 52 degree field of view. So I guess the idea of this project is kind of interesting. However, they should change their partnership <laughs> to the Resume AR if they want to have more success, I guess. But they, they are not released yet, so maybe it's just uh, temporary and they are focusing on the, the AR laptops instead of the, the glasses, of course. So that's my, that's my, that's what I would like to, to say about this. Uh, apparently, people are welcoming these kind of devices quite well, so uh, I think that they are not that uncomfortable to, to wear or to use, so uh well let's see but yeah it's a big step towards the ar adoption i guess and uh it it uh, it, it, it is linked to one of our first discussion with, uh, with our with our podcast and it was that uh 220 this year would be the assisted ar assisted reality uh breakthrough and uh it seems to 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 be Heading that way, indeed. One thing yeah. worth mentioning also it's uh, Unreal Light. Uh, if you have glasses, you need a, a specific. Uh, um, you need to buy a, a, how to call Lens. this? lenses, yeah, mm -hmm. specific to your uh, your eyes issue. Oh, okay. Uh, you can't clear uh, you can you can't wear your uh, prescription glasses. Uh, no. Okay. Need to yeah. Well, it's it's a new business. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, and it should be the same with uh, with uh, the Apple AR headset that they announced that you you can't uh, wear your medical glasses, the prescription glasses as well. Oh. Okay. So maybe they'll be. Uh, selling your uh, prescription lenses uh, for a fair price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it would be interesting to see if they, uh, I mean, Apple moves this way as well, um, because uh, for this uh, concept of uh, space top, they they have to sell the laptop and the glasses. But um, with Apple, a lot of people already have iPhone or iPad. So if they find a way to connect the two um, and to have, uh, I don't know, you can connect your iPad and uh, work uh, like this uh, in the same um, concept, maybe can have a, a success. We'll see with the price as well, which seems to be quite high. Um, yeah. Yeah, but about the price, uh, did you see that the, you know, the, the very light, uh, small version of a VR headsets, uh, it's, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the name of the company, but they are uh, now proposing a kind of a leasing solution when you can get the, the, the VR headsets for $32 per month. So it would be an, 
and financial solution for you to get the VSL because it's around one fifteen hundred dollars to get so as the price of the AR Apple headsets, uh, but you, you would get you, you could think of uh, financing financial solution like when you are buying your iPhone, which is uh, the same price. Uh, mm -hmm. So it could be a solution for for people to get these devices without uh, spending those three uh, three thousand dollars cash upfront. Yeah. Okay. So next topic, or do you do you have anything more to add? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. So said, it's your turn. Yes. So on my side, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, what we already uh, talked about in, in previous uh, podcast is uh, about having more tools to generate revenue for the environment. So this one is about that. It's a local lab that released the video showing that uh, they released the tool to allow you to generate via three sixty pictures uh, with uh, some control so you can draw uh, quickly where you want things to be displayed and then uh, add some text to describe what you want and then you can see that it's using your shape to generate a 360 uh, environment that uh, used your gag that you sent to the tool so quite quite a nice uh, improvement on what was uh, already available. There was already uh, tools to generate 360 uh, environment, but without any control uh, except uh, text. But uh, now uh, with that tool that allows really to control what, what you want in the, in the design of your 360 picture. So I don't know if you want to comment on that. That's maybe not a lot to comment. Yeah, the, maybe uh, I heard that this uh, solution is still free to test. Uh, did you try it or? Not yet, no, but I, I saw a lot of uh, person using it for different use cases and it seems to work very well. So it's encouraging to, to look at. You should hurry because there are some rumors that it would be uh, uh, paying uh, services in a, in a few days or weeks so mm -hmm. uh, just just for you to know but yeah I didn't try this either so uh, uh, I was yeah as always I was uh, uh, concerned about the, the, the reality of this kind of video because because it seems to be uh, uh, too good to be true yeah too good to be true and too fast to be true as well mm. but yeah, yeah uh, all the, the everybody is witnessing that it's a, it's a real technology and i guess this uh, company will uh will get more and more attention uh it's been a few weeks already that they, they are showcasing their solution um, on linkedin especially and uh yeah i guess i'll, I'll try to, to 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 test that as well okay interesting one one thing i'm wondering is uh the the use case because uh so this is a 360 picture right yes 
So um, it's not really usable for VR. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's usable for like a stat static point of view uh, VR, but not really for uh, something you can move in. Um, so it's it's super nice for concept generation and uh, ideation um, for yeah building an environment uh, for the creatives. Um, but I wonder if like if there is uh, real applications like direct applications for for the, the VR games for that. Yeah. Not yet, no. I, I think that's that's missing. That's still missing. That the steps that needs to be done after that. Maybe ideate uh, a VR environment like that, and then have a generation of 3D model after that. That would be. Yeah, I guess this is what we are thinking about when you are seeing we when we are seeing the the video. We are thinking three uh, D generative AI, and it's not. It's two D. Mm. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's impressive, as you said. For for showcasing or maybe for some light uh, light rendering, if you want to to create a, a special reflections and, and so on. Mm. Uh, uh, but yeah, when we when we get to the the point that this kind of results will be in three D, uh, I guess this would be a, a game changer for a game for changer. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, but and I had the same kind of uh, what what was I doing? And I, I looked twice at the video to, to see that it was only specifically there. Okay, but it's still uh, it's still impressive the results that they get, and uh, adding some control is, is very nice because before you were not able to really control anything, you were uh, randomly uh, getting uh, something nice, but uh, most of the time you had to tweak only the text to get something. Yes. Do you know if they are using OpenAI or is it their own uh, AI? Uh... I'm not sure. I can look at it and I'll let you know. We can add that to, yeah. to the YouTube video as well. That's a good question. Okay. Uh, the second subject is about uh, Nerf. Um, we talk about that, I think, also. Uh, when we talk about nerf, we were talking about how to look at it, and we were thinking about using AR to augmented reality to to be able to look at the nerf you have created, and that that's now done. Uh, that's available. Uh, so that that's a sample. And the first example here, they are they are showing that you can uh, control the camera position inside your shot to be able to, instead of having to control each point uh, on the camera pass uh, on, on a UI, now you can use augmented reality to be able to directly control the pass you want to have in your final video. So it's something more smooth, more natural, but uh, something that uh, is generated with only points on screen. That's the first example. And here, uh, another example where they show that they scan in a museum uh, a dinosaur. And uh, they are able to move inside this nerve. And, yeah, they are not in location, but it's still impressive to be able to explore the, 
the environment this way. So I don't know what is the fourth on that, but I think that's really interesting the way you can generate a 3D model this way and be able to explore it from another place. Uh, you can go, Fabian, if you want. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, yeah, I I really think it's a, it's super interesting. Um, like the the applications for uh, I mean so many things actually. Uh, uh, industry, you know, uh, we can imagine like recording uh, a video and having someone else uh take the time to look into it uh like remotely uh for museum as you said um even for for uh personal use like uh, you can look at your uh holiday pictures uh and uh, using this kind of um of technology uh so yeah, it's it's a really nice uh, innovation. I think I really like it. What's your well, yeah, uh, I'm I'm really uh, questioning myself about the rendering because uh, when uh, I I tried like uh, the, the latest three um, uh, D scan application with the the iPhone lighter. Uh, technology and uh, the, just uh, the point cloud itself is uh, is very good uh, and of course with the nerf technology it's a, it's a very good re result as well as well but on the rendering part uh, I'm not sure if they are using a, a classical tri triangle triangulate mesh well with the polygons as because this is the tilt, uh, the tilt rendering. Uh, I don't know what kind of rendering they are using because it seems too too good to be true uh, at the, the 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 meshing part. Of, even uh, for the nerf uh, generation, is not that 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 good. And uh, I guess this is the, the intermediate uh, kind of rendering, which is called the tilt uh, tilt rendering. And they are just uh, creating a lot of small planes, and they are uh, uh, moving in the space for us to have this uh, perspective view. And uh, this is this look like this. And the, the issue with that is that you can't interact uh, with this kind of rendering as you would like. So it's just for you to to to, to visualize if you want to create some collision or uh, interaction with the. Uh, with a 3D scan, uh, you you can't do this. So, uh, or unless you are doing some uh, uh, rough uh, rough boxes around your 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 3D elements. So, despite that, uh, I, I think it's very very nice. Do you do you know? So they are they have an online app for that. Uh, as I saw, it's it's called AI. Luma uh, Labs. Uh, yeah, allow that now. And from what I understand, they're ready to take the camera position from the slam 
-hmm. and they display the nerve directly. So they okay, are... okay. So that, that's why the table looks like this and very natural, very... Yeah, okay. So there is no 3D meshing right now. So like you said, there is no interaction. I guess that's feasible to merge the two. Of like the mesh only for the collision mm. and, and display the nerve this way with the really the nerve handling. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to see the kind of exports they are proposing because if you can't do anything expect, uh, from expect use, uh, using the app itself, uh, mm. it's quite limiting because you, yeah, you can see your. Scan AR is cool, but uh, usually you want to to bring it in another application or another use case. So uh, let's see what they are doing. But uh, do do you know if it's a, a free app or do you have a subscription? There is a GitHub available. To okay. Look at it. So Interesting. You can share the link in, in the comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. It's so just a, a quick thing it's very funny how the nerf interpreted the uh, content of the tv as a negative space mm -hmm. uh it's a it's a funny mistake of the uh of the AI. it's a tough one to resolve i guess it's computer vision hmm. uh, and the last one is, is a already a, a tool using the photoshop AI, uh, AI technology uh, to be able to uh, directly. So it's an Instagram picture that has been developed that allows to use different pictures that has been generated with uh, Photoshop and AI and be able to look at a, a painting on your wall and by placing your hand in front of some area you can directly uh, randomize, randomly uh, see different animals and, and change the, the scene and the environment. So I think that's a great use of uh, AI and augmented reality here. So I just wanted to share the, the idea. Okay, that, that's great. But once again, we don't have the device for that. <laughs> Because it would be great if you, you have your mm. AR glasses in your house and you have your whole uh, painting on the wall that are augmented ones. Mm. Uh, but I can't see how you can move around your house with your smartphone or tablets and just looking around your white walls. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's still the same. <laughs> yeah, so the idea is interesting, but uh, yeah, yeah. yes, with a, with a headset. Uh -huh. That was directly mixed reality, that would be much more impressive. But still, I like yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 news uh, with that as well is, uh, I think we mentioned that many times already. Is a lot of AI services are now uh, behind paywalls. So, uh, uh, Firefly, the name of the AI. Uh, at Adobe is now available for uh, Creative Cloud subscriber as a beta version in Photoshop. Uh, so that's that's a very huge news for designers who are using Photoshop every day. Um, 
I'm I'm very curious about the um, regulation regulation and you know copyrights behind it. I don't know what uh, images they trained on. <laughs> um, maybe they have been secretly collecting all the Photoshop images since the. <laughs> No, it's a joke. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see that uh, AI is now available in the most popular uh, graphic software ever. Um, so very curious to see what's coming up. Right. So that's it for me. Okay. Uh, anything visual to, to share it's more about the uh, what's in what's in the air right now I don't know if you are seeing this or but uh, the, the latest news is that meta is uh, getting closer and closer to to the magic leap company because they would like to have some licensing uh, partnership with them and uh, I think it's there are too many news related to AR to be completely innocent. Uh, as we talked about Snapchat uh, opening the AR uh, engine for, for retail, Meta did the same. We can see that AR and AI are merging together to, to provide more and more uh, experiences. And now this with a bigger, big player uh, being interested in maybe buying uh, uh, AR uh, companies. Uh, I get that we are, we, we don't have all the information in hand to be really aware of what is going on with the Apple, Apple uh, headsets, uh, for example. Um, we saw that uh, Palmer Lucky tried it, some experts tried it as well, and it seems to be like this. Uh, last iteration of the device is really uh, proposing something interesting, uh, I would say. Uh, so maybe they have, I, I can't imagine that people at Meta don't have any information about the Apple headsets. Uh, they would be the first one to get the leaks and uh, and have some kind of uh, industri industrial spies, uh, <laughs> quote unquote, but yeah. Uh, so maybe they are smelling that this device uh, will get some attention and, uh, and they are preparing for a new uh, emotional wave <laughs> as we, we had with the, uh, the AI and ChatGPT maybe we'll have a, a AR wave uh, this summer or uh, in September when people get back from, uh, from their holidays, but yeah. Uh, I guess there's something something in the air. There's, there's so many hints right now, and uh, we'd like to have your uh, your your views on this uh, this topic as well as AR experts. Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. So what I've read is um, uh, so it's like a kind of uh, IP. Uh, discussion that they are working on and manu manufacturing discussion. So mm -hmm. Magic Leap will provide some lens uh, IP to Meta and Meta will use Magic Leap to produce the headsets. 
so I don't think this partnership will produce like a new headset no. combined, like a meta uh, magic leap. Um, but I totally agree with you that uh, the the water is uh, starting to boil, <laughs> uh, and uh, well, it it seems obvious, but the secrecy around the Apple headset is really uh, heating up everybody. Uh, even us, we are like uh, uh, every week almost talking about what could it be. Uh, so I hope uh, that it's actually something <laughs> that, and that it will good be good uh, and to the, the level of what uh, we expect from Apple. Um, and uh, there is also one thing about Meta is uh, it seems like their financial situation is maybe not very good and uh, doing partnership is one way of uh, getting back uh, on track uh, so maybe this is what they are uh, looking for yeah it could it could only be uh, uh, some technical partnership for them to uh, improve their next iteration of the quest because we saw that the quest 3 is officially uh, available in their uh, uh, market or marketplace you can see that it's compatible or not with the Quest 3. Um, but yeah, just for, for, for a quick rebound on what you said is that uh, what, what am I afraid of is the magic leap effect we had. Uh, magic, yeah, magic leap, sorry. Mm. Uh, when they, they had all this mystery around their uh, AR headsets and uh, uh, bringing the, the same kind of uh, secrecy and stuff like that and uh, I, but yeah w one of them is that they, they presented the whale and it mm. uh, it put the expectations to the top and when they oh. really there it said there was a <laughs> complete disillusion of what mm. they, it was doing uh apple didn't didn't do that uh i guess they are smart about this because well it's our fault is if our expectations are so high and they would they can they can just say, well, we didn't show anything. So if you are, uh, if you are not that happy, it's your fault. Yeah, okay, it's a, it's a good strategy. But yeah, when we saw all the, 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 the buzz around the Magic Leap uh, back in the day when people were from Google were putting some billions uh, in investments in this and uh, everyone saw that they, they finally had the, the solution to, to the RSS and uh, I hope it's not that uh, it won't be that a disillusion or uh, as it was with the uh, with the magic leap. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like you said, uh, I think Apple didn't went to Weta to create uh, fake videos, so <laughs> that's a better way to go. Um, and uh, I saw saw this week that uh, Samsung bought uh, Imagine. A company that does a micro OLED display, and I know that they are close to Microsoft to create their next iteration of uh, HoloLens. So at least it's rumors, but 
it seems to be closing in that and, and going into that direction. So yeah, like like you said, a lot of companies are moving forward and buying some other company to to catch up and um, get new uh, new uh, technology sooner than before. Ago. So yeah, it's interesting to see uh, that everyone is maybe fearing the competition with Apple and trying to catch up. And yeah, we, we can see the difficulty of being a, uh, a tech company right now because they have to play on different fields at the same time. Uh, we can see that the, the bigger, the, the big player of the, the, the GAFA uh, like Meta or Google, they seem to have lost some tracks on some technologies because, uh, as you said, they are they are buying or trying to get the technology uh, they don't uh, invest on that much, and uh, they are not. Yeah, I guess this is so difficult to to play uh, hard on the AI, on the AR, on the VR, and the metaverses, mm. uh, especially when you you had these. A big lay lay layoff uh, lately, and they, mm. they just like they don't have any innovation teams anymore as they used to 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 have. Mm. Uh, Microsoft as well, uh, because if you if you're saying that they are getting closer to Samsung, uh, I guess they are maybe doing what they did with the mixed reality headsets back in the days when they were kind of licensing these mixed mm. reality headsets and. Uh, Samsung, Asus, Acer, what was they were just picking up uh, the the blueprints and doing their own uh, assets uh, for for Microsoft, um, and I, I guess this is not that bad idea, especially for AR, uh, because the Hololens, uh, as we saw when it was uh, made only by Microsoft, was just for professionals, and uh, maybe getting this kind of help from other big manufacturers will get the getters to, to, to mm. new AR uh, uh, uses. Yeah, but uh, yeah. the remains the best at uh, tracking its location in the space. So mm -hmm. yeah, if they can provide all the specification for the, their 3D tracking, uh, how to lay out the, the, the laser and the, and the infrared cameras, on the device to have a good tracking, that could be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a lot to say. I guess it's just uh, two or three weeks until the they announce that the Apple uh, Apple uh, conferences will start on uh, June the fifth. So we'll see if one they are presenting the AR headsets and two what if we have this iPhone effects that we are talking about uh, and how we could buy this because it's super expensive. Hmm. Uh, I just made the the, the, the calculation uh, yesterday and I, for me it would be more than 4,000 uh, Canadian dollars and <laughs> it's the price of a small car so I don't know. <laughs> <It's> hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I guess we will talk about uh, it again in the next two uh, podcasts. So anything more you have for today? No. no.
One, two, nope. three. Okay, so it's a it's a wrap up, and uh, so good uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening.